You're listening to an analysis story on the audio version of The TIE. Thanks for listening. The TIE is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetie.ca and become a TIE builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel anytime. More reason to take fracking quakes seriously. By Andrew Nikiforik, November 21, 2022. In the past 10 days, North America's oil and gas industry rattled key geological formations with earthquakes in British Columbia and Texas. Damage from the U.S. quake, the third largest in Texas's history, closed a major building in San Antonio and demonstrated that frack-triggered tremors can threaten structures even hundreds of kilometers away from the epicenter. Starting on November 11, Canada's Montney Formation, a key source of methane and natural gas liquids straddling BC and Alberta, experienced three earthquakes measuring over four on the Richter magnitude scale. Tremors greater than a magnitude of three can be felt, while those greater than four can knock items off shelves and in rare cases, cause damage to structures. On November 11, a quake registering 4.7 struck 140 kilometers north of Fort St. John in northeastern BC. The province's fracking regulator, the BC Oil and Gas Commission, told the TAI that drilling by Malaysian-owned Patronus triggered the tremor and a cluster of others. As more earthquakes ensued, the Patronus operation was ordered to shut down but then restarted before again stopping when another quake topping 4 in magnitude struck on November 15. Meanwhile, the U.S. fracking industry most likely triggered a 5.4 earthquake on November 16 in the prolific oil-bearing Permian Basin in West Texas. The largest quake in Texas since 1995, it rumbled the Mexican city of Ciudad Juarez 320 kilometers away. In San Antonio, 560 kilometers from the quake's epicenter, the structural damage inflicted on an historic, five-story complex on the city's university health campus caused officials to close it down. After yesterday's earthquake near Pecos, Texas, structural engineers have determined the Robert B. Green Historical Building downtown is unsafe. This building has been closed off, and a safety zone has been established around it. We will keep you updated on this situation. pic.twitter.com slash e9fhetsi55 University Health, at University Health SA, November 17, 2022. The Railroad Commission of Texas, which regulates Texas oil and gas industry in a largely hands-off manner, admits that the injection of salty wastewater deep into the ground has increased seismicity in the region by putting pressure on nearby faults. Since 2018 industries fracking and wastewater operations in the Permian Basin have caused thousands of earthquakes greater than a magnitude of 2.5. In the last 15 years, fracking in the Montney Formation has changed the seismic patterns in the region and now accounts for 70% of earthquakes. The industry initiated thousands of small tremors and then progressively triggered tremors of greater magnitude such as the 4.6 quake by Canadian Natural Resources Limited that shook the site Sea Dam under construction in 2018. How Fracking Triggers Earthquakes The shale gas industry injects fluids and sand at high pressure into deep and shallow wells to crack open oil and gas deposits trapped in dense rock formations. This fracking creates a network of cracks that can also connect to water zones, 
other industry well sites, and faults. The reactivation of these faults can then trigger earthquakes, sometimes days after the fracture treatment, scientists say. Fracking operations also often take the wastewater they produce and inject it underground, which can similarly destabilize a geological formation. For more than a decade the two technologies have created quakes that have damaged infrastructure in fracking zones and even killed citizens in China. The fact that fracking can trigger tremors tens of kilometers away in unpredictable ways has stymied regulators. Tremors caused by salt water disposal can persist for 12 to 18 months even when the activity has been suspended. In British Columbia, the three quakes caused by Patronus occurred in a remote area near Pink Mountain and there were no reports of damage, said National Resources Canada on its website. Under the OGC's drilling and production regulations companies must shut down their fracking operations when they cause a magnitude 4.0 earthquake. But the Oil and Gas Commission says its seismic monitors recorded different magnitudes than Natural Resources Canada, beginning with one measured at 3.75 on November 11 and a level 4 quake four days later. The commission told the TAI that the operator suspended operations of the suspected well after the November 11 event for 24 hours to allow for the built-up energy from fracturing operations to dissipate. But after operations resumed the next day, a second event was recorded in the evening of November 12, ML 3.3, and operations on the Well of Concern were suspended until November 13, 2022, explained a spokesperson in an email. When a level 4.03 quake originated in the same area on November 15, fracturing operations were again suspended in keeping with commission rules, the spokesperson said. The permit holder was required to submit a new operational plan to reduce and or eliminate further events from the operations. This plan is under review by the commission, said the email. Asked if the regulator was concerned that the same company, Patronus, had also triggered a 4.6 quake in 2015, the spokesperson replied that the commission is concerned about all induced events. An issue of paramount concern. A year ago Alan Chapman, a former senior geologist with the Oil and Gas Commission warned in a scientific paper that stress changes caused by fracking could trigger a magnitude 5 earthquake or greater in the region, resulting in damage to dams, bridges, pipelines, and cities if major regulatory and policy reforms aren't made soon. Because a high-magnitude event has a low probability of occurring does not mean it has zero probability of occurring, Chapman told the TAI. We can look at the billions of dollars of damage in the Abbotsford, Merritt and Princeton areas and the tragic deaths associated with extreme rainfall and flooding in November 2021 to understand the terrible implication of failures of government to address known hazards. Chapman added that the province's experiment in unconventional shale development and large-volume hydraulic fracturing has led Northeast BC to the sobering distinction of having produced some of the world's largest fracking-induced earthquakes. It is an issue of paramount concern. Fracking appears to have a cumulative effect on geological formations as the technology injects more and more fluid that changes pressure in the formation over time. Based on Oil and Gas Commission data, 
fracking triggered 38 earthquakes greater than 3 on the Richter scale between 2020 and 2022 for an average of 13 a year. That is an increase compared to the previous seven-year period, during which the industry caused 56 earthquakes measuring greater than 3. This 60% increase, said Chapman, might be indicative of the cumulative effect of frac fluid injection. The fracking industry has had a dramatic impact on geologies, water availability, and landscapes wherever it has been allowed. In Patagonia, Argentina, now the scene of intense fracking, the industry has triggered level 4 and 5 earthquakes near active wells. Extraction of methane then caused the ground to subside. In the Permian Basin that includes large parts of Texas and New Mexico, researchers have reported that 68% of earthquakes greater than 1.5 are due to hydraulic fracturing or the disposal of produced formation water into either shallow or deep geologic formations. The region is poised to become the earthquake capital of the U.S. A recent University of Waterloo study assessing the fragility of the Montney Formation that straddles Alberta and B.C. noted that some areas are very prone to earthquakes triggered by fracking or wastewater injection, concluding it appears that most fault plains in the Cascatinaw area and the northwestern Montney Formation would become unstable with only a moderate change in pore pressure. The seismic issues in the vast Montney region, and global examples of the kind of structural damage seen last week in Texas, are at the root of conflicts about where and how fracking operations should be conducted. Chapman is not alone in signaling concern that without more oversight and restraint, fracking may eventually trigger a disastrous earthquake in western Canada. Transalta Corporation, the owner of Alberta's largest hydroelectric dam located south of Edmonton, is currently suing the Alberta government and the Alberta Energy Regulator for granting permits to allow industry to frack 5 kilometers near its dam. Transalta claims in court documents that the Alberta government has not developed, implemented or enacted any clear policy directives that will protect the Brazeau storage and power development from unacceptable risks posed by hydraulic fracturing in close proximity. Thanks for stopping by the TAI today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the tai.ca and click on the support us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Tai builders who made this story possible.